Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the shit show. Is it just me or has it been like a really long time? It's been a while. Yeah. It feels like it's been a while. Um, I'd like to apologize for the last few episodes and their sound quality. We are, I feel like we're back at like day one. Yeah. We're, we're just a bunch of amateur, amateurs. Amateurs. Just trying to figure this shit out. So bad. Because we don't know what we're doing and we too broke to hire people that know what they're doing. But the thing <laughs> is, is like we were fine until our microphones shit the bed. I can't believe we're still having this microphone conversation. I know. Son of a cock. (laughs) All right. Well, she tries to figure life out. (laughs) I just want to uh, say that if you're new here, welcome. My name's Man. She's Joe. We are two wicked awkward mass holes. Clearly. Who get together every Wednesday (laughs) to talk about pop culture things like movies, books, TV, and music. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Wham617. Did you see my new friends? I did, but I, I was kind of like worried that you had them for a while and I just never noticed. No, they're new. I like them. I do too. Did you see my little one? I saw that last time. I knocked him over trying to turn your computer on. Yeah, I know. Well, he's got a big old head. He does. He's top heavy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, listen, we've got... No. What? I need to tell you what happened at work. Oh, shit. So I'd like to to know, I think I told you this already, that I went per diem. Yes. Because I need to be able to make my own schedule. And I had a very passionate conversation with boss. And I was like, I can no longer do this. And he's like, why can't you? And I was like, because you won't give me the hours that I need, motherfucker. So, but anyways, I digress. So. Uh Uh-oh. The other day. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. And now, mind you, I've not been on the floor, like, consistently for Mm -hmm. at least five or six months. Mm Mm-hmm. I went to the ICU. I went into a patient's room. Yo, I was ready. He was my first patient of the night. I was ready. And I go in. And I can see from where I was standing that he's, like, not with it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I just went ready to, boop, scan. Yeah. When I tell you that I got to the bed and I said, no, nope! and I turned around and ran out. And then I had a nurse standing out there and he's giggling at me and i was like a sign would be nice right here he goes a sign a sign caution doll in bed and he started laughing i was like i'm not playing that is treacherous what's in there because you see it was one of those dolls with the really soft bodies stop talking and Stop, no. all of her hair was cut Stop. off. And she was like this. Ready? Ah! <laughs> <coughs> Wait, hold up, hold up. Why was this thing in the bed? Because this particular patient and the type of patient that... <laughs> <laughs> the face that you just did <laughs> made so much sense with the one eye open and the one eye closed. Like... I, I made such a big deal. I was like, first of all, why is her hair cut off? And why is it that they always are? Why are they always Hold one up. eye how, open? How big was this thing? Like one of Kira's dolls. And it was like, it was just like nestled next to him. And it's like, I went in and it was like, Sweet! like it did. That. You know, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> It was not okay. I would have fled the country. (laughs) I was like holding onto the wall and clutching my pearls. (laughs) And the nurse, his name's Lucas. He's like, 
don't worry, you'll be fine. It's an inanimate object. You're not going to be cursed for the next three generations. Bitch, and I was yes. like, you're so fucking specific that now I wonder, bitch. Um, so why did this gentleman need a doll? Because he was not in his right mind. Okay, got you. I'm, I don't know if it was what? dementia. He has a lot of issues. But a lot of dementia and Alzheimer's patients, they want babies. So they are given these dolls and I- yes i do remember when visiting my grandmother in the nursing home there was one that would always have like a baby doll with her it's, i understand that not- i'm just it's not something you expect Yo, to guys, see in a hospital if setting. i ever get dementia or alzheimer's and i start asking for dolls don't i'm just gonna take you out back and just don't finish you off <laughs> please sorry. do please right between the eyes no dolls. No dolls. I used to have this one patient when I worked for my other company that was like for the nursing homes. And she had, it was like, you know, those wire shelvings and then yes. you get in the, a five shelf one full of dolls. When I tell you not a single doll could fit in there anymore. And then she had a rocking chair in a corner nope. and a regular chair in the other corner. Nope. And there was an Annabelle sized doll no. who liked to hop from chair to chair. And no. every so often she was gone. Like that. And when I stepped into that room, I always looked for that doll. And ugh, the day You're that she was, your I know because I feel like is that a stemming thing? Probably. Oh God! Yikes! I, I, I was like, tell me that the IVs are on the side of the doll, and that I can't draw from that. Side. Please tell me that. And he goes, they're on that side. You cannot draw from. I was like, okay. So I literally like went flush against the wall. Cronk style. <laughs> and I drew like this. Oh, God. Oh, God. I am so sorry you had to go through. I would- Sadly, he passed away. But I, it's still, bro. He's in the doll now. No! Ah! I'm sorry. That's not funny. <laughs> I don't like that shit at all. I don't like anything you just said. I don't like any of those words. <laughs> so bad. I think... Like, I always wonder where my fear of those fucking things came from. And I think it was my gra- my other grandmother's fault, my dad's mom that lives with us now. Because she had, she used to live in Nashua, and she had a curio cabinet that's like a, like floor to ceiling, glass doors, like glass sides, a mirror yeah. in the back. My mom and, has one of those. And it's like a, what you would put china in. Yeah. No. She put dolls this in it. This bitch put porcelain dolls. And some of them were like a good but, three feet tall. But that was like a thing back one. then. But why? Because me and my sister had the bigger dolls that were like in really pretty dresses. Yeah. And, and they you were couldn't porcelain. play with them. No. And, and those I was told, oh, here's your doll, but you can't play with her. I'm like, yeah. why? And then my mom had one that, w- that was like a baby. Oh, no. And it actually like weighed like a baby. And no. I was like, and she never let me touch it. Yeah. But then I... Chucky was born, and I was like, well, fuck that. And every fucking doll. She would give me those types of dolls, like at least the smaller porcelain ones that are like a foot tall for like birthdays and Christmases. And I always stuck them in a hutch, like away. And, and I just, away. and I, they just all sat in there. I think I had like 10 of them because I didn't want them, but it's not like something you just toss away, even though I wanted to. Oh, you kidding but me? But it's like if she comes to visit, you're like, it's right here, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I would have been like, no, 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 it's giving me nightmares. Yeah. And those dolls hid my first thongs in middle school, so yeah. Come again. <laughs> yeah. I would well, for some stupid reason I really wanted thongs because that was like the rage. And I was like, okay, but my mom doesn't want me to wear thongs, so I'm just gonna hide them. 
In your doll's dresses? Behind, no, like behind the dolls in the hutch. My mom bought me my first doll. And an empty VHS container. And a, like a, you know, like the sleeves that they'd come in. I can't believe the shit that I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> and after school, like before my mom would get home, I would fill the bathtub. Wait, Put in hold detergent. On, hold and on. I'd hold on. <laughs> Wait, this is funny. <laughs> Oh what? What movie case was it? No, it wasn't. It what was, was the movie? It wasn't a movie case. It was like a. You just said a VHS. Yeah, but it's a like a blank that you buy at the store. Oh you know man, you... I wanted you to be like Nim's fairy tale or some <laughs> shit. No, it was just like a cardboard sleeve. It wasn't like the book open VHS cases. I was fucked up, oh, but it's that I didn't know how to use the washing machine at the time, so I would always like hand I'd... scrub your your thongs. Yep, and so oh my god, one I forget what how old I was, but one emotional day I like blabbed to my mom that I had that I was hiding thongs, and she like so I pulled them all out for her to see, and her first thought was disgusted, disgust, <laughs> gross, grossness, because she's like. <laughs> I haven't seen these in the wash, so have you been? <laughs> I was like, yeah, mom, I have a whole system set up. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, like, later on, I'm like, wow, why were thongs such a big deal? They were so that uncomfortable. Thong, thong. They were so and uncomfortable. people still wear them. I don't like them. I think somebody made a point the other day that, and audience, please correct me if I'm wrong, but apparently thongs are meant for flat-ass women because there's nothing to wedge in between, really. Because, see, Aww. if I wear that, it is ridiculously uncomfortable. Yeah. See, I, I never can't... wore them correctly. I would always, like, put them up on the sides but have it, like, loose in the back so that it wasn't up the butt crack. Yeah, I wore them wrong because they were uncomfortable, but they were still thongs and people were wearing them. I cannot believe this is happening right It was now. so... <laughs> I literally was about to ask, how do you wear a thong incorrectly? I don't know. I somehow like welcome to the awkward show, yeah. my friends. This is who we are. It, oh my god! And now I'm like, I need the. I feel like as I, the gra- <laughs> they're not granny panties, but like the I need full coverage. I need full coverage. I bitch. got a lot going on back there. Me too. I need some support. Oh god, I feel bad for Charlie. I'm like, I'm f- never gonna I have feel, sexy underwear. I'm sorry. I feel like that's not true. I feel like I feel like butt cheeks are like boobs. Like if you don't give us some support, yeah. it's just going. Your butt I cheeks. Don't, I don't want sad. wedgies. That's uncomfortable. Oh, no, I don't want. I don't want them to dig into the thighs. They're very oh, girthy. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, how did we get? <laughs> well, I was talking about dolls. dolls. Wow, we're uh, who, okay. Let's get into what are we. What I are we feel talking like about that's it. That's the end of the show. <laughs> that's that's it. I can't get any better. What are we talking about? Today? Um, we have a couple things that we're going to talk about. <clears throat> What's the? F- what do you want to start? Um, can you tell me about this parody? That's on today's list. Yeah. All right. I can never Listen, when remember I the name of it. So that shit. I was like, this isn't real. This isn't real. What gave it away for me that it was a parody was her sipping wine out of the wine cup. And it was full, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is not real. Um, Why is it never on what you watched? Like, what do you mean? It's like when it says continue watching for Amanda, it's never there. So it's called um, 
the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Do you think that they did this because they're like, guys, it's been a long time since we've done a parody, so let's just do it? Well, because there's a lot of movies like that. Like, Woman in the Window, um, that other one, Woman on the Train or Girl on the Train. Yeah. Where they they think they see something, but it's they're also- thing. But then they're also drunk, so you can't really know. Like, you can't what. rely. So it's basically the scary movie of that. Like, it's a parody. How Scary Movie was a parody of all, like, the horror movies of the 90s. Yeah, they did it right that one time, and that's yeah. where we left it. It's like a the drunk white female that sees shit and thinks that bad things happened. Is basically what the, it's parodying. That's the gist. Parodying. Anyway, um, so it's Kristen Bell. Her name's Anna, and I was like, Frozen Nod. Yeah. Um, and so she, like, did you ever watch Woman in the Window with, um... No. With Amy Adams? Yeah. No. Where, like, her husband and child had died, but she yeah. saw them still or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's Anna's daughter, Elizabeth, had passed. And um, she was, like, she would sometimes hallucinate her. But her husband was still alive. They were just separated. Okay. And she lives in this house. She's a painter. Um, which, you know, that's real. Uh, mm-hmm. And she lives in a very nice house. Like, Yeah, because painting sustains that. And, yeah, for sure. And so she drinks basically bottles of wine every night and she fills that wine glass which takes up probably a whole bottle of wine in that yeah. glass. So which just, at that point why use a glass? I don't that's what I keep saying. Um a new neighbor moves in and he looks exactly like Joe Goldberg. Uh, so I'm pretty sure they were parodying you as course. well. Um he's got a young daughter about the same age as her daughter was when she died and uh she takes a liking to them and uh but she he leaves the house. <clears throat> she doesn't have agoraphobia, she has a fear of rain. So whenever she's outside and it's raining, she like passes out in the street. Like I don't want to laugh. I do, but I well, it's supposed to be a joke. Yeah. yeah, but I, that probably is an actual fear. Yes. Um. So, uh, what's his name? And across the street, I'm gonna say Nate because I can't remember exactly what his name was. Okay. Um. And he has got a girlfriend who's a flight attendant, and it's played by Shelley Hennig from Teen Wolf. Okay. Um. And she's the one that Kristen Bell sees get murdered across the street through the window. Oh, my God. And, of course, <laughs> she calls the cops, but she's not there. There's no blood. There's no you know, scene of the crime. Okay. Um, and <laughs> then we learn that she has a handyman named Buell, played by uh, What's-His-Face, who played Ed Kemper on Mindhunter. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And... He's, like, fixing her mailbox throughout the entire series. And it's a running joke because he's been her handyman for years fixing the mailbox. And it's still not fixed. Like, he's just constantly fixing her mailbox in the background. No. They talk. And um, I was like, yo, he did it. Like, they're setting it up for him to be the killer. Right. Because he's always in the background. Uh Uh-huh. Fixing the mailbox. And he'll, like, hold up the mailbox in the background and, like, inspect (laughs) it. Like... (laughs) Um... And so it's it's just that whole thing of um, is that she, the only movie it's parodying, parodying, parodying. It's it's like Woman in the Window, uh, Girl on a Train. So she's trying to the police won't investigate, so she does her own investigation. Of course, and you know she finds <laughs> out that Nate's ex wife died as well, and uh, one of his daughter's teachers had an accident and died too, like a week later. So she's like, oh my God, Nate did it. And then 
she thinks that um, Lisa was the girlfriend's name that died. She was living a, she was talking, she had a burner phone. She was talking to this other guy named Sexy Rexy on Instagram. So she follows him. He breaks into her house. They actually have really hot sex. Um, And he's like, I didn't do nothing. Her name's not even Lisa. Her name's Chastity. She works at a bartender at a strip club. And her and I had a plan to like screw over these old men and kill them and get money. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah. 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 It's a what, lot. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. That just, I feel like that just spiraled yep. completely. Yep. That was all one episode, too. Episode? Oh no. my God. This is a series. It's eight episodes, but they're all like 25 minutes long. So that's why I banged it out in one night. Oh my God. Worth it? I think so. So you end up like finding out who did it. I won't say anything. It's, it's, I mean, it was... We're not spoiling anything today because all of the things that we're talking about are actually fairly new. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I will... You know how, like, as as shows like these go on, like, the suspect always changes? You're like, oh, it was yes. this guy. Oh, no, it was this guy. Yes. Oh, it was her. Like, all these different things. I felt like that when I was watching Huey yeah. Halloween. Yeah. So, no. Um. Yeah, I remember that one. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it, it, the the person who did it you, it was like a thought. It was like a, a one of the, one of the choices. It crossed your mind. Yes. Um, and it's funny because there were, it was, like I told you, it wasn't laugh out loud funny, but there were some funny moments. Like this is, this won't be a spoiler because it was in the first episode, but the way her daughter died is that her husband was an FBI profiler. Oh yeah. You were telling me about this. <laughs> and what the was, fuck happened? And it was take your daughter home. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. not so, a thing. In he's the literally FBI. bringing his eight-year-old daughter into like a maximum security prison, and he goes into this room to talk to Massacre Mike, and his daughter's in the room with them while he's like interviewing this serial killer. This is like scared straight. Yeah. So Mine Hunter was in there a little bit, uh, like yeah. another little parody. But then the warden of the jail was like, "Hey, I need to see you for a minute out in the hall." No, he didn't. So he leaves no, he the didn't. room, leaves no, his daughter. Did. And was Massacre Mike uh, a fucking serial killer of children? No. Oh, what? He just killed people. Oh, just... We don't even really know. Randos. <laughs> and I forget who was talking to um, Anna, Kristen Bell's character. And she was like, look, I'm I'm sorry that, like, Massacre Mike killed your daughter and ate her. But that's it. Like, that's what happened. <laughs> but the way they said it was really funny. <laughs> oh. I was like... That's not right. Yeah, it's not right. Oh, my um, God. So it's like little funny nods like that. Like, that's just too, that's too much, you know? I love Kristen Bell. There was also another funny moment where it flashes back to when they were doing a polygraph on Massacre Mike. And they were like, um, is your name Mike blah, blah, blah? Yes. Um, is today Thursday? Yes. Do you live at such and such address? Yes. Have you killed people? No. Have you ever eaten anybody? Because he says no. And then he's like, what color shirt am I wearing? Like, he's like going very small and then like really drastic questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's funny. So they were like a little. Because it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's over dramatic. Yes. Yeah. The only thing. So it wasn't amazing, the show. It wasn't laugh out loud funny, but I enjoyed it enough to finish it. Okay. What is going on outside, bro? Oh, the sounds of Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd give it like a six, seven wickeds. 
Um, I wish it was funnier. Like, I wish there was more humor in it. It's just, you know, I think of parodies and I immediately think of the scary movies and nothing is ever going to top that for me. No. And because they actually had comedians write this. I don't think they had comedians writing this. Like, if you know the movies they're referencing, it's funny. Oh, but if if you've never seen... And those movies aren't, like... Crazy big, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, I don't know how well Woman in the Window did, but it couldn't have done that. Like, it was a scary movie big. Right. So, I don't know. Scream or any of those other ones. Um, But I, I enjoyed it. Okay. But it wasn't, like, crazy. Like, it wasn't, you know, spectacular. Yeah, yeah. But if you want something, like, easy... To just coast with for a few hours. There you go. Okay. Um, Before we get into... It's on Netflix, too. I forgot to say. Oh, yes. That's true. Uh, Before we get into our big uh, two things, Euphoria. Yo. Yo. Season two. Oh, my God. I hate... I got caught up, and I forgot that it was, like, still airing every week. Mm. I was like, you're telling me I have to wait? Yeah. (laughs) I don't like that. You have no idea how gratifying it is to see you so obsessed after I told you months ago. I know. And I don't know why I was like, no, that's not like my thing. And now look at you. It did it. It didn't at first. Look at you drooling at the mouth, salivating for more. (laughs) Well, because people tell me high school drama, I'm over it. This is so not. But it's literally it's the last thing that comes to mind. Yes. Is that I like I forget that they're in high school, which blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Um because well, they're all like 20 year olds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think older, if anything. And fucking amazing actors. Like, what the fuck? So the last episode that you watched was not this Sunday's episode. It was last Sunday's episode. Yeah, it was the one. And about, that was like, the one where we found out about Cal. Cal. Yeah. <sighs> Yo, McSteamy. Was that his dick? I you know, I I wonder. I don't know. I don't. That was Yo, that was like last season when we saw his dick, though. You must have fallen asleep because last episode, Cal pissed all over oh, his foyer. Yes, I forgot and about he that. He had his yeah. dick out, he which did, yeah. <clears throat> I've come to learn that boys don't ever pull their dick out through that little hole in their underwear. No, it's completely useless. I'm yeah. not sure what that's there for. I think that's there for that purpose, but I don't think so. I don't. I don't think air, so anymore. Like to air out the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Put your weed in it. <laughs> Look, they have men's boxers now that have a little sack <clears throat> on the inside to hold see, the balls. See that? I can see them appreciating that because it, it helps, like, not have um, sweat. Yeah, I've, it's, I've it's like seen, a literal ball sack. It's like a little pouch, like a yeah. little yeah, like a ball. <laughs> so you can put your balls or your weed in there, you can man. Put your balls or your weed. Oh god. Oh but god. anyways, so I was like, listen. That might be his as Eric Dane's real dick, but is that his name? Eric Dane. His name is Eric. He don't look like an Eric. Sorry, uh, or I'm I'm totally fucking it up. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's Eric Dane. Um, <clears throat> did you like that? Cal kind of just breaking everything apart. I kind of did. Yo, honestly, I was rooting for it. Me too. I, I was, was like, yes, do your freedom, boy. Do I you. I was here for it because Stop hiding. clearly your sons are pieces of shit. Yes. And your wife seems like she knew all along and yeah. still didn't give a fuck. Yep. She was more worried about her floor. Yeah. When he was like, I fucked more men. And she's like, oh, my God, stop. You're embarrassing me. Like, that's what's worrying you right now. Yeah. It's all, it's all sad. It is really but, sad. So but I hope that. 
this is liberating enough for Cal where he can just find happiness somewhere. You know what I just realized? Mm-hmm. Remember in Grey's Anatomy how it was like McDreamy versus McSteamy? Mm-hmm. And Cal's lover's name was Derek in Euphoria. And that's McDreamy's real name. And not real name. His name in the show. Was it Derek? It was. Oh. Ah, I just made that connection. Oh, that's weird. Anyway. But um, <clears throat> I'm living. probably the most shocking thing ever. Um, you and Jonathan were the ones that told me like to watch it. And I'm glad I listened finally, even though it was months later. <laughs> yeah, for real. That he sent me a meme that was like, oh, girls who watch Euphoria, red flag. I was like, you know what, fucker? You watch it too. Yeah. Okay. Big okay. red flag. Yeah. So, um, and not a red flag because that's damn good television. It is. But also, people are like wanting to be that. And that's what, no. that's what makes me scary and nervous. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. Um, <clears throat> so when Jules met Elliot, and she interrogated him and shit. And she's like, do you want to hook up with her? Da, 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 da. The whole time I was watching that scene, I was like, Jules is going to fuck him. Yep. She's going to fuck him. That's Spoiler. why you're so worried about him is because you want him and you see that Rue's getting attention. So in yesterday's episode. You're going to spoil more for me. And I didn't watch it because I was watching something else. <clears throat> well... So I showed you that. Well, I only showed you the scene where. Snippet, yeah. <laughs> and if you're on TikTok, you've seen it. That was amazing. That was stellar Who the beyond fuck belief. Plays Maddie, because that girl is that girl. So I think this is her first thing ever. She's amazing. I know. <laughs> I know. The hand gestures. Yeah, so last what I was gonna say last week's episode, the hot tub scene. We were talking about yeah. this earlier. We we're like, dude, that was not suddenly. It went from like, oh, we're watching Euphoria. To, uh, this is real life. Yes. I'm intruding in someone's real yes. life and I want out of this hot tub yeah. and I have nowhere to go. Yeah. That was that was yeah. the anxiety that I was getting. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I need to get. And for Cassie to throw up in there. That was beautiful. Gross, but beautiful. Yo, her, girl. Her, the way she was drunk, the way she acted drunk. Sloppy. Oh, so sloppy. Yeah. No, but um, so in this week's episode, there's this part where Rue confronts Jewel in probably the nastiest way that I've ever. I never would have thought that Rue would talk to Jules this way. Yeah. But she talking, man. Rue is uh, Jules is sitting there telling Rue, like, I love you. And Rue's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. She keeps repeating. She goes, no, you fucking don't. You love to be loved. You don't love others. So this was after she had a revelation. Yeah. And I was like, yo, she's right. She's right. Jules is obsessed with being loved. And I, I really mean, honestly sense. feel like she didn't give a shit about anybody. And maybe this was the first time that she was like, okay, maybe I should give a shit. But I don't think she really does. I think that girl is straight up narcissist and self-centered and selfish. Still love her, though. Me too. Feel bad for Elliot. Because this was all... Everything that happened last night was... I'm not going to sit here and say it was Elliot's fault, but Elliot opened his big fat mouth. And then it just a chain of events happened. And honestly, I don't know if Rue's going to make it to the end of season two. Damn. Yeah. But they did get renewed for a third season, though. Thank fuck. Um, I just love everybody, even if they're assholes like Nate. Yo, nobody falls back. Everybody steps the fuck up on yes. the show. Yeah. Like a game. It's out. insane. And then they showed, I think it was you who sent me, was like, 
yeah, Jacob Elordi is not obviously not really an asshole. And it shows like yeah. them filming. And I was like, that's not real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not. Yeah. <laughs> this is the acting. This is the lie. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't want to be a part of that. I just no. want I just want the movie magic. It's insane because the last time that I saw a cast this good that like it's it makes me forget. Bro, the OGs, De Niro, fucking oh, ba- yeah. back in those days was like the days where I was like, yo, this is this is real life. Yeah. This like the departed, that whole thing yes. was real. Yep. That whole thing was real. Minus Nicholson's accent, but yes. Oh my god, telling me I'm re I'm I need a palate cleanser after all this, so I picked up on Sons again. But I'm at the I'm at the season where Jimmy O comes in and that's totally not a real Irish accent. Yep. And I'm just like, bro, why did they make you do this? Yeah. Like I think that real Kurt Sutter Irish hates guy. you. I think <laughs> Kurt Sutter fucking hates you. Wow. Oh man. But- I know. It was just a little. I think. I think until season two is over, maybe we'll do because we're here every two weeks, so we can do a little update. Um. So the next thing that we watch. Okay, I need you to tell me which did you enjoy more, clean or the fallout? Clean. No fallout. Fallout. I cried more. Okay, we'll get to that later. Let's talk about clean. Okay. Now, hubby, Adrian Brody. I love this man. Since King Kong. Yeah. When he was like a romantic. Yes. Because he's always played a romantic until Peaky Fucking Blinders. That ain't true. No. I'm sorry. Have you never seen Predators? No. Yo. He's got a gun. He's got grenades. He's a So I was like so confused, right? Because in my mind, he's always played a romantic. No. What the fuck am I thinking about? Only the movies where he's a romantic. Clearly, you haven't seen his other shit. I'm so fucking uncultured. So I, I that's what I pictured, and he was like so soft spoken and so gentle. No. And then the first thing that I saw him in that he was rough and dangerous was Peaky Blinders, and oh. I was like, oh, I didn't know. No, boy, I love that side of him. That's my favorite side of Adrian Brody. I didn't know. How can someone so ugly be so fucking hot? I know you don't do sci-fi. I know you don't do monster stuff. Wait, but I like Predator. Predators. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, I'm a huge Walter fan of Walter Goggins, Miss Venus Van Damme herself mm, is mm, in it. Mm. Topher Grace is in See, it. See, I've seen, like, the Alien versus Predator, but the newer ones. Oh, no, Predators. I've, it's a standalone. Right. That's what I was getting at. Is I have not, I don't think I've sat down to, I maybe watched the one that, like, nobody cares about. All right. So, your homework assignment, you need to watch Predators with Adrian Brody because if you want to see your boy dirty, and shooting things well. Yo, I already done. Oh, already um, done. Lawrence Clean. Fishburne is also I'm in sorry. it. Let me let me pull up the y'all. If you, oh my god, I don't where? even know where you would find it because we had it. On, I saw it in theaters, oh. bitch. <laughs> uh, Clean. It's up for rent on Amazon Prime. I bought it. Yeah, I know you did. I rented it. I straight bought it. I was like fourteen ninety nine. Adrian Brody. Let's get it. We're doing this. You're that weirdo though that just buys things without even. Yeah, watching but you them. know what though. When has that ever let me wrong? I mean, let me Never down. Never really. No. So. When did that come out? I think 2020. No. Oh, what are we talking about? Predators. Oh, I'm talking about clean. Oh. I think we're looking at predators. N- no, but I can. Bitch. Add it to your list, please. Predators. It was like 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18. <laughs> what? 2010, bitch. Ew! <laughs> Yeah, that's gross. Uh, oh, it is. 
Topher Grace. Yep. Walter Alex Gogans. Braga, Walter Gogans, Danny Trejo. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I forgot. I love Danny. Derek Mears. Anyway, classic predator. That's a great Adrian Brody movie. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, Clean. It's an IFC Films film. <laughs> I watched it on Amazon Prime. I bought it. You bought it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You're so a fucking apple tormented slut. by his past, a garbage man named Clean attempts a quiet life of redemption, but soon finds himself forced to reconcile with the violence of his past. That's a lie. Because his name is Clean. He is a garbage man. Yes. No, the last part. He's forced to reconcile oh. with the violence of his past. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hmm? How? Because the whole time he was trying not to be violent. How are you reconciling that? By dealing with it. By being violent? Yes. You're right. Yeah. That's, no, that's a lie. Not, yeah, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's, that's just lie. falling into your bad habits. Yes. That's yeah, okay. called a relapse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna give the big spoiler, but what you walk spoiler? into the you walk into this and you see a man who's doing the AA thing, and he's he's a garbage man. He literally scrapes for money. He finds parts in the trash. He fixes them, and then goes to the pawn shop. Very and handy. Them in. Yeah. Um. He fixes his own car. He has this child in the neighborhood that he kind of look he doesn't look after her but he like just makes sure that she gets to school and that she's fed because it's just her and her grandma yep. and her grandma works a lot now and she met him in a in na grandma yeah is that what yeah cause he's like your mama missed him i'm not gonna lie I, it took me like four days to watch this because it is a slow slow burn yeah. and then when you get to the burn it's more like a sizzle than anything it else. It's not like a full on. The only other person I know from this is Glenn Fleshler, which name. Uh, he played Michael like the big baddie. Okay. Um, And you're going to die when I tell you what I know him from. Boardwalk of course Empire. it is. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it's. He always plays a bad guy. It's Yeah. Uh, so, did you know that Adrian Brody wrote and produced this? Yes. And he also did the, the music. music for this. Which, music was banging. Yeah. I was. I remember like I usually don't. Like I ignore the credits, even if they're playing right at the oh, beginning, because I'm more them. because I'm more interested in what's going on in the scene. So I ignore the credit. But then, like his name was there, and I was like, "Produce music, what? Yeah, what, what, what?" what? That, see, I, I like it because I want to know whose baby this is. Oh well, and I I want to know who to blame when it's bad. It's or who to celebrate it's when it's Adrian's good. baby. Yeah. So, um, you see him like scraping for money or whatever. Eats the same fucking thing every day, and this is his life. He has a routine. Just like all addicts do. Yeah. Right? So then this child starts to get into a little bit of trouble. And he's like, homegirl, you need to get get going. Get to school. The bus never came. I don't give a shit. Get to school. Find a way. Now, throughout this- He even this, built her a bike Yeah. Throughout scrap. this, he has <laughs> nightmares. And in the nightmares, there's a child involved. Clearly, I understood from the beginning that it's his daughter. Yes. I will not be speaking about what happened to his daughter because that was fucking horrific. And it's something that y'all need to just watch for yourselves. All I'm going to say is this man unleashed a demon. Mm-hmm. And it Holy was hell. hilarious to me when they were like, oh, you. And I feel like we're going to get a prequel out of this. I I would hope so. I feel like we. this is the kind of movie where you might not get a sequel, but you will probably get a prequel. Because when... The big boss man in town 
his his right hand man got the call. It's like, oh, you sent Carlos's guy. Like you sent me after Carlos's guy. You sent me after the Grim fucking Reaper. Boo, 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 boo. I feel like that's gonna be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I need more. It's almost like John Wick. It really was. It yeah. literally was like between that and nobody. Yeah, that's what this was. It's just awakening a killer within. Yeah, and a, they have back tattoos. And his his <laughs> fucking uh, weapon of choice is a wrench. Yeah. Did that gun? Have a fire extinguisher at the end of it. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that had to be. Yo, he was one shot, headshots, everybody. And I was like, is that a fire extinguisher as a silencer? Whatever it was, it worked. Top 10. Okay, you know how like in Zombieland they have kill of the year? Yeah. You're not going to convince me. Otherwise, you're not going to bring up another kill and any other scenario that will ever top flare gun to the mouth. Yes. (laughs) I was wondering, I was like, why are you buying a flare gun? Oh, I thought he <laughs> was going to modify it. I thought he was yeah, going to modify it. I, I'm I, like, yo, that crossed your mind. You're like, oh, I've never killed anybody with a flare gun. Let's see how we can. Yeah. You you, you really premeditated this shit. Yeah. Scary motherfucker. Yeah. Looks good, by the way. I like his car. <laughs> I liked his abs. Yeah. They were like subtle. But there. Deadly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Adrian, Bro- I love, I love, you know, when they try to show you flashbacks and or flash forwards or whatever, and they they're like, okay, well, we have to make the character look different so that people can tell there's a time difference. Right. Shave the beard. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they also did it with the color aesthetics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a lot like more golden. And that's when I realized I don't like him without anything on his face. Honestly. I'd sit on it regardless. Stop. Scruff I, I, I is my favorite. Honestly, I wouldn't. I'd be so scared. I'd be so scared. Well, you and me both. We would suffocate, man. Yeah, but I don't know. He's got a schnoz. He does. be all right. It could be a a jack (laughs) to lift you up. (laughs) It keeps you from uh, fully suffocating him. Oh, my God. No. But, um, yo, he did so good. This shit was... So, it's weird. You know what I got, too, was Leon the Professional vibes. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. I think it was in the poverty part of it, to be honest. Um... I oh. see. I thought he was great. Fucking loved him. I liked the vibe. Yeah, but you're right. It was like a very. It was like a sizzle. Instead it was. Of a bang. It was. IMDb gave it a five out of ten, which um, is not really high. The the ending ending, I didn't appreciate. No, me neither. No. Um, how the mob guy went down. Saw that coming. Yep. Um, mile away. Yeah, it was just like honestly, like. When they were all trying to run for it, I already knew. Mm-hmm. I, I almost I almost just like was like, I'm done here. But it's Adrian Brody and the acting was re- like so good. And mm-hmm. I I just want to know why he wrote it. Oh, yeah. I want to know why. Where, where, where feel, is this story coming from, Adrian? Was I this feel, just stuck in your little noggin? I feel like if I knew why, then I would probably appreciate this movie a yeah. little more. Because I legitimately, I give it like a five, six. Because the one thing that really like pulled me out of it was when he was fixing that that house and he saw like a flash of his daughter mm. and so he went inside and he found that red toolbox with a wrench in it conveniently yeah. i was like wait that actually happened this isn't a dream i thought yeah. it, see and I, when he got into the other house the red box was there so there's some symbolism symbolism with the red box yeah but also but, i think it was too forceful like if i think it would have been like better if it was a dream and he wakes up and he's like you know what this is my 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 other self telling me that you need to put, go to work. Like, I feel like 
I don't like. But to what purpose? To get revenge for for what? What happened to Deonda? Or what would have happened? Yeah. So I no. I feel <laughs> like because if that if if the son of the mobster wasn't there, oh nobody no one... would have given a shit. Yeah. So he only did it for purely selfish reasons. I like yes, Deonda and her grandma were in danger. And he immediately knew that. So it's, you're literally cleaning up the mess that you made again. Basically. And the other thing that fucking sent me, not in a good way, was when they were in the diner and those hoodlums came and they all had the short handle hatchets that matched. And I was like, who carries hatchets? Fire sale at the flea market. (laughs) I was like, hold it, your little gang of four, your little quartet, and your little what, like, calling card is these little black-handed hatchets that is what you used to kill. I was like, what century are we in? (laughs) I don't know, dude. It's just like... They're just like, we're going to go in this diner and fuck these bitches up. I feel like this story... It's Here's this man, routine. He's getting his life together. He meddled. He made a mess. And it's just him cleaning it up. I don't see any reconciliation of anything. Is this you accepting who you are? Absolutely. Yeah. You are not reconciling anything. No. You are literally letting the beast out of the cage. shit up. Yeah. And you're like, whoops, I need to clean this up. Because my name's clean. Yeah. And I'm just. They could have picked a better name. Like, it's too on the nose. You're a garbage man and you're cleaning up your life. Pick a different name. Why is your name going to be clean? Yeah. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. (laughs) That shit, it don't work. I mean, it was all right, but... They should have called it Mr. It, Fishman. Oh. Takes out the trash. like Squid, wasn't it? Squid? He he was at a fish market. Yeah. Yucky. That's, he um, hid his drugs and squid and shit. All right, are you done with this? Yeah. What would you give it? I, I said like a four, like a five or a six. Yeah, same. Um, Because we have one more to talk about. Yes. Follow. The Fallout. On HBO Max. Bro. I watched it last night, and it made me realize that I'm probably just as emotionally damaged. Can I tell you that this movie had me crying two minutes in? Oh, yeah. I This is I, like my worst fear for my kids. No lie. From that moment until the very credits end, I had tears leaking the whole time. I had to like pause, wipe my eyes. I'm like, okay, I'm good to go. And then, <laughs> and then continue on sobbing. I It was not okay. So I don't know if you guys, obviously, I don't know if you guys have seen the... So here, I'll just read you the high schooler Veda navigates the emotional fallout she experiences in the wake of a school tragedy. Relationships with her family, friends, and the view of the world are forever altered. So basically, uh, Veda, it's it starts off by insinuating that she's like a great older sister. Her little sister got her period and she's trying to talk her sister through it in the middle of school or whatever. And she's like, don't worry about it. We're going to go to dinner. We're going to talk about all things periods and then we're going to be fine. Okay, she goes to the bathroom to pee, and while she's in the bathroom, there is a school shooter amongst the school, and nearby the bathroom, too, because- There's right outside. The gunshots were fucking a lot of shit. Yeah, but also in the bathroom was, like, one of the popular girls, right? Or, like, a pretty girl that she would never really hang out with. So, this is the thing. I never got the sense that she was popular. I feel like she was ostracized because she was, like, insta-famous. Yeah, but- in other words, somebody that she would not normally hang with. No. And they were in there together when it happened. So they both climbed atop 
climbed atop the toilet seat. Mm -hmm. And they were basically like... Trying to hide. Cowering in there together. And then what's his name came in? Quentin. Came in, covered in blood. And he kept saying, my brother, my brother. And then finally you hear the sirens. Police saying like, put the weapon down, put the weapon So meanwhile, you're not seeing anything. final gunshot. Yeah, you don't Final gunshot, it's over. You don't see faces. You don't see the the tragedy itself. You just hear it all. I think there was nine students. I read. I counted not, the cards yeah. that she put in the box. So it was. It I think was, it was a, like eight or nine. Several. Yeah. Um. And they did find out who did it, obviously. But yeah. what I liked about this is that they didn't focus on them. Mm-hmm. They just. It was the fallout with everybody else. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It was interesting to see like what some kids would. Do. So like her best friend decided to like take a stand and. You know, try to make a change while Quentin felt like he was the more healthier side of all of this. Like he was trying to like deal with it in a healthy way. And he his he's the one that his brother that died. lost a brother. Yeah. Uh Veda that was insane. She was just like like in the beginning, she was numb. What was this? She was like out of school for like two or three weeks. Something like that. So mom was like, if you're gonna be out of school, then you're going to therapy with Shailene Woodley was a um, I did like seeing that, like a little different for her, but yeah, Shailene Woodley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's she, like, such played an, an odd, adult role. She's huh. well. What was it in uh What the fuck were we incident in the woodlands? Yeah, what's her name was in there. She had a kid. Yeah, that was weird. You know, we saw them as teenagers. Yeah, quote unquote. But um. It was just interesting, I guess. It's just to see how everybody else was coping with all of this and then to see Veda just kind of spiral and just not talk about it and hide out with her new bestie whose parents were never fucking there. I felt so bad for that kid. Me she too. almost became agoraphobic, that child. Yes. Um, like Started drinking, smoking weed. Yep. I have to say the most entertaining part of all of that was her taking E at school and yeah. her walking down those fucking the stairs. Slithering, you mean. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm never doing that. No. That was really funny, though. And the pen exploding in her mouth. I was like, all of yeah. this is just... Like, it's it was funny. Like, oh my God, that's kind of funny. But then when you sat there and you thought about it, you're like, that's really actually fucked up. Yeah. What I thought was even more fucked up was that Mia's dads were in Europe and their daughter survives a fucking... Shooting, shooting, and, and they don't, don't come, come home. Yeah. yeah, animals. It's insane. Uh, anyway. I I don't know, but I because a lot of it was talking about like emotion and dealing with trauma mm. and how different people deal with trauma, like how they or how they deal with it differently. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I I guess the whole time is like I would never be able to talk about something like that because every time I try to talk about my feelings, I cry. Like, that's just my... Yeah, I know. I, I, I physically it. cannot speak. Yeah, I yeah. hate it. Yeah. So I'm like, I do all of this writing would be agony for me. Yeah. Because it's funny because um, I I looked at it and the way that Shailene Woodley was, like, talking to her as a therapist, I was like, oh, my God, I would love to go to therapy. And then I realized same. the same thing. I'm like, I can't speak. Yeah. I'd have to write... I'd have to, like, do a text message exchange or fucking just write a letter. Yeah. Because I cannot speak. Because I do get to a point where, like, I can... I can distance myself from certain things, but if I keep talking about it and talking about it, eventually my throat legitimately same closes up. Yeah. And I can't say shit. And it's not only that, my brain doesn't let my words say what I'm thinking. Like in the sense that I don't know how to explain it. Do you I can explain it via words, like writing it down or texting it out, but I can never speak them. I, do you like think how that's I'm because thinking of them. You're worried about how you're 
if you offend or hurt somebody? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. But I would happily write it (laughs) and, like, show it to you. Yeah, but you have a chance to go back and edit that. Very true. You can't can't take back something that you say. It's, ah. You know me. Like, this, even when I try to fucking tell you about a movie, (laughs) like, what I'm thinking in here and what comes out of my mouth is not the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have to, that's why I'm a better writer than I am an orator. Yeah. Well, I just, my filter is broken in the sense that I can't keep anything in. I know, but I want that. I don't know. Sometimes I say too much. So this was emotionally heavy. Super. There was nothing, um, feel good. (laughs) Maybe, maybe the end, but not, no, not even the end. (laughs) No, because she's going to therapy and she's like working through it. And it just goes to show you that like trauma just, it's never going to leave you. You're never done with it. That's literally what that was. Yeah. She's, like, sitting there having a good dandy all the time, just waiting for her bestie to get out of school or whatever, and she gets a notification that 12 students have died in a school shooting, and she literally is triggered and has a panic attack, and that's where we finish. Yeah. And I think I thought that was a beautiful way to end. I think that... So I have friends who struggle with mental health, and I know that you want a different brain. I know that you want to change. Mm -hmm. But this is your brain for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And... The quicker that you accept that and try to find out what works best for you, the better you can handle it instead of trying to figure out new cures, basically, yeah. new a new assortment of medication or a new routine. It's not going to cure your brain. Yeah. Now. It's just how I your don't, brain was chemically put together. I don't have those struggles. I only just recently started experiencing um, anxiety in the last couple of years, and honestly, like, I've been told by more than one professional that I should probably go get diagnosed for either ADHD or bipolar disorder, which is honestly troubling. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't believe that bipolar. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> you see me once every two weeks. That's true. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, and, and it's like, it's not... To the degree where, like, I can't live my life, but I notice when it happens. And in that moment, do I wish it wouldn't? Yes. Do I have any control over that? Absolutely not. So the second that I I, I noticed it, I was like, ah, well, I guess this is my life now. Yeah. So let's just move along and yeah. just deal with it. Yeah. And there are some people who have worse disorders or um, more critical disorders, and they just refuse to accept it and believe it and they just keep looking for a fucking cure and it's just like darling it, it is, ain't happening that's not how that works it's just a matter of i don't want to say dealing with it but no but it's you, how to cope with it you find what works for you and yeah. then you do that instead yeah. of looking for a constant cure yeah. which is like not this isn't an illness that you can cure this no. is something you need to accept it's and just the way just, your brain was formed yeah basically so, but again, I can only speak for myself, and that's how, like, the instant that anybody even fucking mentioned it, like, when I when I tell you Alyssa looked at me, she goes, bitch, do you, are you diagnosed? I was like, excuse me? Mm. With what? <laughs> She's like, ADHD. I was like, hmm? My panic attack at the cereal, and the, I just don't go down the cereal aisle. That works for me. And I go to the supermarket first thing in the fucking morning. Mm-hmm. That works for me. I'm not going to sit here and try to cure it. It's just what it is. It is what it is, yeah. I think it's odd that it came in so late in life. Yeah, but. That's why I wonder if it's real or not. But I mean, I don't fucking know. But it's for teenagers. I can't imagine 
I don't know what it would be like to live as a teenager now. I don't think I could imagine surviving a school shooting. I never would go back to school ever again. And I actually like the juxtaposition in the fallout when uh, Veda was on her phone in the living room and her little sister was doing a TikTok behind her. And mm. she's on her phone talking about what happened, the incident. And everybody's trying to cope with that. And I was like, here she's dealing with scare, like violence and this is what like the world is like and her her sister's doing a tiktok dance it's like showing the priorities yeah 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 there was two instances so there was one where she was was she listening to music and her mom and her sister were there watching the news so there was that one i thought the one where her sister was doing the tiktok she was just laying there not doing anything she was on her phone oh was she she was texting i think quentin and they were talking about like hey how are you how are you feeling? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, here they Her are talking. Her sister's like, no care in the world. Yeah. But then also, towards the end, when the sister came back, and she's like, I know you're mad at me. And she's like, what the hell for? And yeah. she's like, I'm the reason that you were out in that hallway to begin with. And I, I never would have thought, think, yeah. I didn't even think of that. I was like, holy shit, this whole time she feels responsible. It's insane. I don't know how I would handle it. I, I know that, sadly, my kids have drills for this at school. Oh, yeah. I don't think they understand that yeah. it's for a school shooting, though. Yeah, because we'll get the notice that it was for a shooting. Like it's a drill for a shooting, but they get a code. Yeah, so they don't know. It's so just locked down in place to, to or whatever. Panic. Yeah. So, uh, the fact that like we did fire drills in school. Yeah. Never anything to prepare for a shooter. This is how it tells you how aged we are. Because I remember in at least early middle school, they used to do um, uh, air raid. Are you shitting me? Yeah. You're younger than me. I know. We never went through that in the ghetto. My town's very uh, stuck in its... Uh, they don't do it now, but this was like f- fifth, sixth grade. So it was around 9-11, maybe a little bit before, like 2000, oh my God. 2001. Yeah. No, we never did those. Yeah. Just the fire drills and that's we it. We didn't do them often, but I do remember strictly being like... Hide under your desk. Yeah. Like, but the then I, I also remember because... Our middle school is right next to a cemetery, and they would always, um, uh, whoever I don't know who what who it was, but they were in charge of like scaring the geese away from so they wouldn't leave turds all over the cemeteries, oh and they would so they would shoot a blank in the air to scare them away. So you would hear like pop, like right next. To- oh, so it was like growing up in the ghetto. <laughs> Um, but I mean, at my house too, because we, the firing range is less than a mile down the road. Oh, okay. So anytime. People are yeah, but that's off. that's normal. You're like, it's oh, normal to it's me. It's just the firing range so, here. It's like someone must be dead. I know, but that's why. Like, if I were to hear it, it's it doesn't matter because I'm like, oh, it's the firing range. Like, it doesn't bother it, me. It matters <laughs> location, location, yeah. location, man. This in at home is okay. This in the ghetto, I need to duck and cover. I know, but I, my brain wouldn't think that. I'd be like, ah, oh, oh, it's God. just these motherfuckers going off. This is why white people don't make it. Exactly. <laughs> Especially Lily White, New Hampshire. Goddamn. Uh, we're getting better. We're getting better. Anyway, oh, we should probably end it yeah. before we rattle on too much. Oh, man. <laughs> um, no. Don't forget to follow us on Wham 617. Yeah. And uh, we have songs of the week that Joe's been killing. So I try. I, I, put out, I put out the other one by Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah. And um, I liked it initially. And after I posted it, I really listened to the lyrics. And that's really misogynistic. I'm sorry. Sorry. That's super misogynistic. I was like, You're Jesus fine. Christ, this is terrible. Anyway. All right, bye. Bye, guys. Bye.